0: This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 1247. I would hope your grammar is better on IELTS.
1: When should you use would on IELTS? And when do you need to stick with will? Today, we break down the grammar so you can use it to impress the examiner on IELTS speaking. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, Aubrey. Happy uh, grammar episode today.
0: Happy grammar (laughs) episode to you, Jessica. How you been? How are you doing?
1: I'm excited to talk about today's topic because not only will this help you have better grammar, uh, especially in IELTS speaking, and we'll give you examples of that today, but this grammar will be very useful to help you connect with other people in the real world beyond IELTS.
0: Yes, right? It's not just about IELTS. You guys want to be able to communicate, connect with colleagues, friends. So this is going to do more than help you prepare for IELTS. It's going to help you be ready for connecting in English, right? Connection, not perfection.
1: So we had a great uh, question from a Three Keys student in our private Facebook group. Um, Aubrey, can you read that question, please?
0: Yes. So shout out to Alexi. He said, I have a grammar question. I often hear people, mostly not native speakers, use the word would where I would use will instead to express a future action. I, understood, I understand that wood has many ways to be used. So I googled thoroughly, trying to find out if it's ever correct to use it to express regular future, not future in the past, not conditional future. But I didn't find anything. Please, native speakers, I would like you to clarify <laughs> this grammar. I love this. It's so nice. They're able to our students are able to put that question in there, get some tips because as he said here doing that Google deep dive often just makes you have more questions <laughs> like mm, this isn't clear.
1: It left aubrey and i with more questions as we were (laughs) trying to research like all the possibilities of the word wood um so note that he does say mostly not native speakers and these these are mistakes he's hearing we can't we don't use wood to talk to just replace will it's not a one-to-one they're not synonyms the grammar is totally different. We're going to explain the grammar rules of wood and how you will use it correctly on IELTS today. Um, but I, we do want to be clear that those are mistakes that he's
0: hearing. Right. Right. Exactly. If you're just talking about the future, simple future, you need to use that will. Right. It's a totally different meaning if you start using yeah. the word wood
1: exactly exactly so if we're talking about simple future actions we use will or going to right um if it's planned if it's decided on spontaneously at the moment but to be honest with you guys i wouldn't worry about and there i'm using wood i wouldn't worry <laughs> if i were you there's the right. conditional um about the differences between will and going to because honestly native speakers just Interchange those all the time. Like, I say, you know, if somebody's like, What are you gonna do this weekend? I would say, mm, uh, Well, I'll go to breakfast with my mom on Saturday and I'm gonna go skating with my friend after that. Like, I'm talking about the same actions. Like, these are plans, but I'm using both will and going to. And that's totally
0: natural. Absolutely, and you guys have heard this before from us, but the more you're taking in English, podcasts, TV shows, the more you're hearing these tenses used correctly, the more it's going to sound off to you just like it would to a native speaker to say would instead of will, right? You will know which tense is necessary based on what the message is, what the context is, right. but it definitely helps to get these rules to get kind of the phrases where we use the word would so that you have them for... um IELTS speaking. And like you said, Jessica, you can impress the examiner a little bit with some of these phrases.
1: And that's why, like you said, um, if we listen to a lot of English, it will sound wrong. Right. That's why it didn't sound right to Alexi. You know, that's why this is a high level question from a high level three key student. So let's get into some grammar rules before we um, put this into IELTS contexts. What is one
0: way that we use would? So when there's a half phrase where the second clause is giving context, right? It's actually a conditional. Non-natives might not use that correctly. For example, if a friend asks you to go running this weekend, if it's not raining, you might just say, yeah, I would. And the full phrase would be like, yes, I would like to go raining, but we're gonna- I would like to go raining. I would (laughs) like to go raining. (laughs) That wouldn't even be accent possibility. I would like to go running. i actually wouldn't say that either so i i would maybe be more likely to say i would like to go raining than i would like to go running because i don't run
1: (laughs) (laughs) um yeah so again this is context guys we've we've done some great lessons here and on our ielts um youtube channel about using half idioms about how natural and native it is just to give a phrase instead of the whole saying or the whole Mm -hmm. idiom. And it's the same here because when we're speaking, our grammar becomes informal and our sentences become incomplete. So for example, there, right? um, The context is like, if it's not raining, I would go running. You're not making a plan. It's not a definite thing you're agreeing to. This is still in the hypothetical realm, the imagined realm. It's a conditional. So I don't have to repeat the whole thing. Like, um, yeah, I'd go if it's not raining or something. Right. I'd in just fact, it would like, yeah, be very I'd unnatural,
0: go. right, to repeat the entire phrase. Right. It's much more native and natural. Just to be like, yeah, I would.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Um, So usually we think about would as just being the past tense of will. Right. So um, in general, if would is used to describe future actions, they're conditional, they're imagined, they're hypothetical. And if it's used in the past, it's just the past tense of will. Right. So, for example, if you're talking about um, what someone wanted to do, in the past right or was willing to do in the past didn't want to do or wanted to do you could say would like oh my gosh last night was terrible the baby would not go to sleep
0: (laughs) yes absolutely or dad wouldn't lend me the car so we had to take the train right that conditional tense this is so useful for ielts speaking there are Uh going to be so many questions where you're going to want to use would as the past of will
1: Exactly. So again, talking about how willing or not willing someone was, right? Mm -hmm. That's easy to remember that will because it changes to would in the past. So we also use it a lot to talk about um, like past habits that are not happening today usually so this is super useful for ielts speaking because in speaking part one you are asked about the past a lot like your childhood for example or your habits in high school or college as a student so if you're describing why you liked your hometown for example you'd use would to describe typical behavior so you would say um oh my hometown was amazing especially in the summers we would go up to the lake every saturday and bring a picnic and go canoeing and uh and during the weekdays we would hang out at the arcade i don't know um so again we're talking about typical behavior in the past that is very useful ielts grammar
0: Yes. And though you can say, right, we went to the lake every summer. This is so native and natural to say instead it as a habitual action. Oh, we would always go to the lake. We would run to my grandma's for cookies. And instead of saying it's past simple every time you're switching it up a little bit.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Um, all right. Let's get into some speaking questions. All right. So in this first speaking part one example we're going to do, guys, you will notice the use of would here is going to be, like we mentioned earlier, a hypothetical and imagined situation right so this is connected to the conditional uses where it's hypothetical meaning this is just imagine this isn't a plan this didn't definitely happen in the past or present or future this is we're just be we're just using our creative minds here like what ifs <laughs> all right so Aubrey I'm going to ask you a typical IELTS part 1 question all right so there might be a group of questions about famous people, celebrities, right? Common IELTS topic.
0: And you could be asked this question. Would you want to be famous? Absolutely not. <laughs> I really value my privacy. I don't want people taking photos of me or coming up and talking to me when I don't know them, especially if I you know, haven't showered, I don't have any makeup. So... This is definitely something I would never wish upon myself. I can just imagine, (laughs) I can go on and on, but I should stop. It's part one.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that was perfect. So, um, yeah, that was a perfect use. Like, I would never want to be famous. Really focus on that intonation, guys. Um, All right, awesome. So, let's do an example. Another example from part one about maybe, um, like sports and exercise, another very common part okay, one topic. I'll ask you All one right. Jessica. You ready? Okay, cool. Yep.
0: What is a sport or exercise that you've never tried, but you want to try in the future?
1: i would actually love to learn how to scuba dive i have been snorkeling and those what some of my favorite experiences some of my most vivid memories of especially like traveling and going to different places are like the the snorkeling that i got to do so i would love to take that further and take on that bigger risk and challenge by learning how to scuba dive
0: Ooh, what a great answer. I love that. Not only intonation and great vocabulary, but just to start it. What a natural way to say I would love and then go into what you'd like to do. Right. I disagree. I have no interest (laughs) in scuba diving. Deep water really scares me. And I don't think I'm ever going to do it. Are
1: you are you somewhat claustrophobic? Because I could imagine that would make scuba diving
0: impossible. I don't think it's the claustrophobia. I think it's like this fear of what lurks in the deep ah, <laughs> right? like if awesome. i'm in water and it's just dark under me i'm always scared i got stung by a jellyfish once on my leg oh and my gosh i think i just have uh, this fear of something coming and just eating my feet
1: <laughs> no but for reals like i've really noticed this if you didn't grow up near the ocean then the ocean is usually scary because i know it was for me i grew up inland in the mountains you know what i mean and so i didn't have a lot of ocean experience and it just scared me the unknown the animals the creatures the blah, the drowning i can't
0: see (laughs) if the water's super clear like in a super (laughs) pool we're good but if i can't see what's under me no thank you i know (laughs) scary.
1: yeah um i had uh luckily when i lived in taiwan i knew a lot of people that did grow up near the ocean like um, especially south africans and so they taught me a lot about snorkeling and swimming and body surfing and i i lost that fear all right let's do one more example here now this is a part three question all right now remember part three one of the functions you are often asked about is to um imagine or hypothesize the future of a topic so here's a great example do you think people will travel by plane more or less in the future
0: i would like to hope that we can invent um, instantaneous travel at some point in the future if i can just imagine myself somewhere and teleport there that would be ideal i don't want travel to take any time i don't want to wait in an airplane or an airport i want to just imagine it and i'm there let's make that (laughs) happen shall we (laughs)
1: giggle with delight if I heard a student and okay let's a make that happen answer. shall we like that's the most adorable conclusion I've ever heard please everyone write that down so um you really like um extended that filler in the beginning I would hope I would mm. hope to think, what did you say? Something like I, would, that. I don't know, I'd have to like, listen back. I fantastic. would like to hope that sometime I would like in the to future. Hope. I was it's like, wow, up. that's a lot of words. <laughs> all right, guys. Um, thanks for listening today. Remember, you can check out our complete Three Keys IELTS course online, all slash K-E-Y-S. And other than that, we'll see you tomorrow. Awesome. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now, and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash score
0: Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime.